morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1 Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. mercy and peace be unto each of you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Lord of all time and eternity, you opened the heavens and revealed yourself as Father in the baptism of Jesus, your beloved Son. By the power of your Spirit, complete the heavenly work of our rebirth through the waters of the new creation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading for the Sunday celebrating the baptism of our Lord is from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 13 to 16. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by so doing, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So, we are nearly two full weeks into the new year, and the question is, how many of your resolutions for the new year have already fallen to the wayside? Has the allure of the gym been lost already? Has that sexy new healthy diet plan been cast aside like wilted lettuce and blanched kale? Have you already missed some days in the read the Bible in a year plan that you just knew was going to make it at least into the spring this time? Unfortunately, the saying, resolutions were made to be broken, is truer than we'd like to admit. As we head toward our congregational summit in a few weeks, where we get together not to make resolutions, but to gain a greater understanding of Redeemer's purpose here in Charleston, and to bring a renewed sense of the mission and ministry for which God has gifted us to do, over the next few weeks we'll explore what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, what it means to be a lifelong follower and learner of Jesus, what it means to be a disciple, to follow and learn from Jesus right here, and how we can live that out for the good of our congregation, for each other, and the good of the greater community as we look to continue to enact our vision of being help, hope, home in the body of Christ. You know, in a sense, the church's mission and vision is the same that it always has been, make disciples baptize and teach. But in this post-Christian era, 
how can we not just do church, but be the church? Three basic principles drive this for us. Home, building relationships with those in our community. Hope, sharing the message of the gospel with those outside of the body of Christ. And help, through your faith in action, being the hands, feet, and heart of Jesus. And while we might be tempted to focus on one of these at the expense of the others, we cannot neglect any of them or else none of these will edify anyone. So in our epistle lesson, we find Paul exhorting and encouraging Timothy in his calling to lead God's people. And we should hear these words as inspiration and, and encouragement for us and our mission and ministry too. He tells Timothy and me and you, to devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Here, Paul is giving a brief summary of the pastor's service that Timothy is to do and lead. Worship, preaching and teaching, word and sacrament ministry. But again, this is all for us as well. In another place, Paul reminds us that faith comes by hearing. And so the church reads aloud, teaches on, and exhorts from the proclamation of the word. The church properly administers the sacraments, bringing the physical word for the strengthening of our faith and the forgiveness of sins. And where there is the forgiveness of sins, there is life and salvation. Beloved, that is help, hope, and home. Help because everyone needs God's help. His forgiveness, his gift of the faith that holds on to his promises. You know, it doesn't have to be the read the Bible in a year plan. It doesn't have to be seminary or grad school level musing. Not that there's anything wrong with those, but putting the word, the living word, Jesus, front and center of everything we do and say. And more, by devoting ourselves to the written word, we grow in the knowledge of Jesus and so open ourselves up to being able to use our gifts to bring help, life, to those whom God puts in our path. It is hope because as the writer of the Proverbs says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Now, we're not called by God to do some sort of random wish fulfillment, but here, Hope is reflected in the ultimate desire of all the righteous for the gift of eternal life with God. Now it is home because Christian community is a context where uh, we can, it's a place, if you will, where brokenness can be explored. It can be explored safely in the context of loving relationships. Walking alongside people can be challenging. Mission and ministry is messy. Broken lives are messy. Christian lives are messy. Our sin makes life messy. And so we want Redeemer to be a place to make mistakes, to enact faux pas, to fall. Because it is here we receive God's grace in abundance. And we all do the one and we all need the other. Paul's reassurance and urging continues as he reminds us, do not neglect the gift you have, 
which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Now, you know, not all the gifts of the apostolic times were miraculous or necessarily bestowed in a miraculous way. The list of gifts that Paul mentions in other places were not miraculous in character or in their reception. For Timothy, it seems his gift was the ability to understand the true gospel teaching over against spurious and false teachings. He was gifted with prophecy and of discerning spirits. That is, he could spot false teaching a mile away and could rightly distinguish law and gospel, so to properly transmit the true word of God. Thus, for you and me, we should understand that the gifts that are given to each of us out of God's grace enables you and me to carry out a particular role or task in the congregation. And they are all of great value, especially considering their source. Paul reminds Timothy that his gift is real and that the word of God was spoken over him while the elders laid their hands in prayer upon him. This is something of which all baptized children of God should recall. In your baptism, beloved, hands were laid upon you. God's word, his promises were spoken over you, and water blessed in those promises was poured upon you. God gave us this physical act as a gift that we would see his work of making and gifting his people. Consider Jesus' baptism. He did it not for himself, but for you and me. Jesus tells the reticent John, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus, in his baptism, was sanctifying our baptisms to the joy of the Father, as we hear him say of Jesus, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. It pleased the Father to send the Son, and for the Son to publicly work reconciliation with the Father and His creation. It pleases the Father that our baptisms are linked to Jesus' baptism. It pleases the Father when we live out our baptismal calling. Your baptism, beloved, shows that your gifts are to be used publicly on behalf of your brothers and sisters in this congregation. It shows that your gifts are to be used publicly for those whom God is calling through you and me to join us as brothers and sisters in his family. But wait, Paul doesn't stop there. So to give the impression we can just lounge about on our baptismal laurels, the walk of a baptized disciple is lifelong following and learning. It is lifelong vigilance in our walk with Jesus and with each other. Paul says, keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Now, we know that God alone saves. But the New Testament is replete with depictions of human beings as the instruments in his saving work. And so, we are called to be help in the body of Christ to feed people, not just with the ordinary victuals of a home-cooked meal, but the feast 
that is the good news. We are called to be hope in the body of Christ, not granting random wishes, but showing the love of God that he has for us in Christ Jesus. We are called to be home in the body of Christ, a safe haven for people with messy lives and messy spirituality, because that is who God is calling to be his children. And in the midst of that, God's word reminds us, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, may we rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, at the Jordan, you reveal Jesus as your Son. May we recognize him as our Lord and know ourselves to be your beloved disciples. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deerwalk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.